You are listening to the Horizons Church Podcast. Guten Tag. Ah, Guten Morgen. And to you as well. How are and you doing? Whatever equivalent you would use in the evening if someone's listening in the <gasps> evening. I don't, yeah, I don't know the uh, any Maybe just Guten Tag. I know, I'm sure they have to have a, an evening greeting, right? Yeah, I would imagine. I don't know. If I had to guess. I don't actually speak German, obviously. I definitely do not. I know some weird, like, German theological terms, but I'm not even gonna. We don't even need to go there. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing pretty well as well. Yeah, as well as well. I like the double. I don't. That was double well. That was inelegant. I like know? that. If we had written a script for that, I would not have done well and well <laughs> back to back like that. <laughs> but it feels more dynamic. Okay. Well, I'll take that then. I'll you take know, it. Mm. Sounds like something would happen in a real conversation. That is. It just did. <laughs> right? It did. Yeah. As it happens. Yes, as it happens. As Ooh, it happens. So, yeah. anything new to anything report? new. You know, I was at seminary. Yeah. Well, as of this recording, it was last week. So, mm-hmm. you know, get little gaps in the recording. So, yeah. anything new to report on your end? I don't think so. I don't think anything alarming has happened between then oh, and alarming. now. Well, that's good. But good things? <laughs> Any good things? Yeah. You know what? I think I mentioned this recently. It's a situation where you go to the doctor or the dentist or what have you. Or ah. the hairdresser. And they're like, what's new? I'm like, well, I knew right before you asked me. <laughs> It's like that little thing out of the corner of your eye. Like when you look at it, it's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't, I don't know if anything's new, but things are going it's, well. It's fine. Yeah, they don't have to be. Yeah, you know, just curious. That's all. Ask me next week. I'll be ready next week. <laughs> be ready next week. <laughs> He'll be ready, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, how about you? No, nothing, nothing new. I mean, all is well. Yeah. You know, as far as I know, it's a couple of same old, same old guys here. That's right, and that's just fine sometimes. It is. In the words of uh, Ryan Gosling in La La Land, mm. sometimes not bad is just great. Yeah. You know? I love that line. That is a good... It's pretty tremendous. ...line. Great mm. movie. I would like to be his friend. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Didn't but. plan on admitting that on the podcast. Yeah, you know, I mean... I would admit that to anyone. Just ask people. Me. It'd like be a... cool to talk to, hang yeah. out with, mm-hmm. be friends with, you know? Yeah. I would like to be his friend, though. Yeah. Not... I mean, Ryan Gosling or yeah. Seb? Uh, Ryan Gosling. Yeah, sure. But Absolutely. also just yes. A flat yeah. yes to that. <laughs> Yeah. You've not seen La La Land. Well worth mm. watching. Oh, man. One of my favorite movies of all yes, time. It is great. Absolutely magnificent. Anyway, well, mm-hmm. now that we've gotten that bit of update. Our lack of newness. Out of our the lack of newness. That's right. <laughs> Tell you what is new. The content of this episode. That's right. That's right. I was recently reading through some of uh, the Apostle Paul's letters, mm. as is my want. You yeah. know, always good. A good good to go back to Paul's letters. One of my favorite you know? locations yep. of the Right Bible. there in the Holy Writ, you know. And uh, I was reading through some of those and caught myself thinking, you know, gosh, mm. if God is actually calling me to do something, I need to banish the thought that it's going to be easy. Yeah. Because well. I do that all the time. Oh. I mean, I think not even explicitly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But. I'll tell you how I know I do this too. <laughs> okay. I think, oh, I, God's, you know, calling me into this great work and mm-hmm. it's just going to be nice and easy and straightforward and simple or whatever term you want to use. Sure. I can tell you that I do this. Again, not because I explicitly ever think that thought, but because when it is not easy, <laughs> yeah. yep. I thrash in despair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, why is this happening? Woe is me. Yeah. Obviously, because I have this expectation somewhere buried deep in my subconscious. (laughs) It's just all going to happen, right? I'm sure we've all had the experience where we have either thought or heard or said, you know, something along the lines of, well, I started this new venture 
on the flip side where someone says, you know, everything just sort of fell into place and all the right doors opened and all the wrong ones shut. I just knew it was from God for that reason. Mm. And then you get that. You, know, you hear things like that, yeah. and then you get that subtle expectation in your head. Like, oh, yeah. well, all the doors will, you know, open, and all the mm. trap doors will shut, you know, or <laughs> whatever. be perfect and charmed. Yes, and... Uh, yeah, I don't know. Just, I know. do. Mm, I have some qualms. <laughs> qualms with that, with that way of thinking. I feel like it... I just, I feel like it doesn't hold up, man. I feel like we don't see that in scripture. Yeah. D- Jesus himself, man. Yes, that's right. You know. I feel like sweating blood doesn't fit into that framework. No, that's not. It's just a personal observation. <laughs> no, not go into that, that framework at all. As I was also reminded again, reading Paul's letters. It's like, yeah, you know what? That's, I'm getting the, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm starting to detect something of a pattern here. Yeah, that, uh, yeah. Which, okay, before we get into the discussion further, mm-hmm. I will grant God can certainly give us the kinds of blessings and helps where it's like, oh, yeah, you know, everything falls into place. And, you know, I, I'd want to probably yeah. actually dig a little deeper and say, I'm sure there were challenges there. You know, like, I'm sure there were moments. Also true. But, yeah. okay, yeah, like there could be I'm sure if we tried, times. we could look to our past and find things that maybe they did fall into place or, yes. or you know, a way was made that was just ideal for that moment. Right. I'm not sure. I look back and feel like that is the norm. Right. Precisely. That's a great way to describe it. Because I do think we run into problems when we assume that every single work that God Mm. calls us into is going to be straightforward, easy. We're going to have a nice paved interstate highway straight to the destination, you know, with all these nice, neat road signs with the mile markers. And, Mm. you know, that just, I think that's rarely the Mm. case. Strange that we're painting the picture of a wide, easy road, huh? Yeah. I seem to remember that imagery used in a very different context. <laughs> broad is the way. Something about our Lord saying <laughs> broad is the way that leads to destruction. <laughs> and many find it. Yes, that's a, that's a great observation. Yeah, you, you were just continually pointing out the fact the Bible paints a completely different picture from that. Yeah, because in the grand story of... God and men, when we're enlisted into God's works and purposes, we very often find that there's hardly anything easy about following him. You know, let's go back to the words of our Lord. Mm. I'll tell you what he didn't say. Yeah. He did not say, mm-hmm. hop into your air-conditioned Lamborghini and follow me. Man, that would have been so anachronistic. Wouldn't that have been a, uh, so a- anachronistic? <laughs> you have the, <laughs> the disciples pulling him aside later and like, Lord, what is this? dark riddle of which you speak <laughs> like always yeah like, it's, <laughs> what do you mean god <laughs> to you this is the gnostics getting in there and being like ah secret <laughs> knowledge but uh, he didn't say that because in addition to the fact that it would be anachronistic it would also just be incorrect incorrect because what he said was take up your cross yeah. your hard splintery mm. death instrument yeah and follow me take yeah. that up you it's not, not, it's not fun, I would say. No, it's not relaxing. No, fun. Not, definitely not the word I would use. Not even like the most exciting thing for me to read. I don't, no. I don't get super psyched about that. No, no. But it is, it is hard to reinterpret that no. in a different light. Yeah, that's mm. right. That's right. Reading that or again, like accounts in Paul's letters, it is amazing how quickly I can just kind of gloss over those things and be like, oh yeah, of course. Like, yeah, that's the yeah, Christian life. But then <laughs> when it happens, I'm like, why God? Yes, it is. In theory. Yes. <laughs> nice abstract idea. But then in real life, I'm like, oh, why? You know, I think it's easy to start living into a small story that revolves around our comfort. Sure. Yeah. That's just an easy default. Like, cause we don't like, yeah, of course. I don't like the cross. I don't like the hardship, the hard, yeah. narrow way, you know, whatever you want to call it. 
And if we go into life expecting the small, easy, comfortable story that revolves around us, we will run away from the grand story of God and men and redemption that he wants to call us into, right? So when we encounter resistance or difficulty while trying to do something for God, if we're living in that smaller story, it's easy to think, ah, you know, this must be a sign that this isn't from God. And that's a danger I want to be aware of because, you know, if this is from God, it would be easy. And then we abandon ministries and jobs and situations and callings that God really does want us to walk into. It's just that, yeah, it's hard. Yeah. Well, that was part of the program. (laughs) I feel like defaulting to that, it's just, it is a more comfortable easy excuse that we can like, I think even knowingly or unknowingly find ourselves going through that we kind of just clothe in a, a religious rhetoric. Like, oh, yes. God must not want me to do that. He's he's closed that right. door. <laughs> yeah. like, are you sure, buddy? So, so hard. Yeah, because let's let's go back to Paul. Let's mm-hmm. take him again as an example, oh, oh, which is boy. always favorite, right? But, but he did say, imitate me as I imitate Christ, mm-hmm. which is funny. You ever seen those memes where it's like, you know, <laughs> yes. pictures like Jesus is like, he looks like Aslan, you know, like this majestic golden lion. And then it's like, you know, Paul is like saying, imitate me as I imitate Christ. And he looks like one of those hieroglyphic lions, you know, they draw like, oh yeah, okay, like I get it. It's a lion, you know, but it's 2D. Yeah. And yeah. then, you know, it's me imitating Paul and it's like a stick figure lion that looks like someone you know, knocked it over the head and was drawn oh by a three-year-old, gosh. you know? That feels about right. Yeah, but he did say that. He did say that. Mm. So we're imitating him as he imitates Christ. So what might that entail? Oh, man. <laughs> In your words, I'm glad I asked. <laughs> 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 because, you know, I don't think anyone would argue that he was a man who was doing God's will. Oh, yeah, man. You know, he He's was doing... Over that, I think. He was doing what God wanted him to do. Well, listen to what he says in 2 Corinthians 11, 23 through 28. I have worked much harder, been in prison more frequently, been flogged more severely, and been exposed to death again and again. Five times I received from the Jews the 40 lashes minus one. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was pelted with stones. Three times I was shipwrecked. I spent a night and a day in the open sea. I have been constantly on the move. I have been in danger from rivers, in danger from bandits, in danger from my fellow Jews, in danger from Gentiles, in danger in the city, in danger in the country, in danger at sea, and in danger from false believers. I have labored and toiled and have often gone without sleep. I have known hunger and thirst and have often gone without food. I have been cold and naked. Besides everything else, I face the daily pressure of my concern for all the churches. Clearly, he was never stuck in traffic. (laughs) Back on. (laughs) Never faced that peculiar hardship. Yeah, I think it's safe to say there was not one single easy thing in there. It's pretty Uh, harrowing, actually. Yeah, yeah, very harrowing. Like, I'm just reading that and reminded again, like, oh my, like, what have I got to complain Yeah, exactly, right? That's... (laughs) And and yet, Paul was doing the works God had called him to do. Mm. And so he didn't run away in spite of all those difficulties. Like, none of that dissuaded him from saying, well, maybe God didn't call me to be an apostle. You know, God shut that door because... (laughs) I think I would have been thinking that pretty quickly. I'm like, "Ah, you know what? Maybe this isn't the life God has for me. (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, I've never felt the, quote, sting of the whip. Never felt that. Me neither. Thank God. Like, barring the one time I was pretending to be Indiana Jones from, like, a whip (laughs) from the blue and gray when I was 12 (laughs) or 29. (laughs) 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? Drive by Ethan's house today and he's going, what? Why is it always snakes? <laughs> <laughs> um, but to like, to actually receive like the 40 minus one, not once, but five separate times, five yes. times. Can you imagine how scarred this man's back is? Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, like even in Galatians when he's like, I bear the marks. <sighs> Of the Lord on my back. That I mean, like literally, yeah. So it's, intense. And I mean, yeah. I I wouldn't last for twenty minus one if I'm being honest. Yeah, Not right. a chance. I would fold immediately. <laughs> yeah, that's... and that was the beginning of his list. Yeah. Yes. Oh gosh. Yeah, Any one of those lot. things would be a life-defining like tragedy. Shipwrecked. That's my yes. story. That's my that's my yeah, Netflix that's documentary. It. <laughs> You know what I mean? That's it. That's right. He's like, oh, three times. Oh, god. A whole night and a day at open sea, you know? It's horrifying. Hungry. It's really horrifying, truly. All these things. Yeah. It really, truly, yeah, I can't imagine. Mm. I mean, like, I can try to imagine, but to actually experience, no, no. And so you're hearing all that, okay, and thinking, well, to your point, I've never experienced anything quite to that Mm. level Thank God. Yeah, Literally, truly. like, yes, thank you, Lord. Like, I, I'm fine with my my station in life. <laughs> I don't have to endure that, you know? Like, if I, if I ever did, Lord, give me the strength, but I'd rather if I, I didn't. Yeah. But you may be thinking, okay, yeah, I never have to endure anything like that, so where do I fit into this, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. picture of <laughs> living into God's calling and enduring through the difficulties? Well, you know, one common example might be when you're in your eighth year of marriage and your spouse doesn't seem as interesting as they did right after you got married, you mm. know, that very, you know, there is a certain magic to the time leading up to a marriage and immediately sure. after. But, you know, you're in your eighth year. Things aren't as interesting as they maybe seemed at first. Kids are doing their best to make sure your house is never clean for more than three seconds at a time. Mm-hmm. You want to pull out your own hair because everything just feels so difficult. Mm-hmm. Okay, That is not God's way of telling you that this marriage wasn't of him. Oh, and so yeah. it's okay for you to get out. <laughs> oh, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's like, that's, that's for real. Yeah. That's a small story and one that says if marriage is of God, it'll be easy. Okay. Mm. Nothing basically worth doing in life is easy. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's the underlying point that's worth, there are a lot of things worth taking away from the words of our Lord or Paul's <laughs> example there, right? <laughs> right. You know, but I'd say certainly one of them is that if the marriage is difficult or the current job you're in mm. is difficult, the ministry that you're working in is hard. None of that is a sign that God didn't call you into this. Yeah, exactly. You know? It's not a sign that, like, good things aren't to come as a result of that. Right, right. In fact, if you take, again, marriage as the example there, the Bible actually says marriage is an enormous sacrifice for both husband and wife. Like, that's, again, part of the program. You know, it's husbands love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her, yeah, you know, like, died. That's not a message of convenience. Yeah, like, nailed to a cross, crown of thorns, you know, like, that's not a message of convenience. Yet, of course, as God also says, the only way to find your life is to lay your own life down. You know what I mean? Like, so that's even again, like this whole notion of like an easy, everything just goes perfectly life. The son of God himself didn't get to live that kind of life. For real. And there's nothing, you know, I don't want to be trite about this because it can be easy to talk in these terms and overlook some real true like pains and hardships that people are going through. They're like, I just want to quit. But I mean, you think about all the stories you most love, like, you know documentary and you're like Eva, my netflix documentary is me like shipwrecked at sea and all those things it's like none of the stories we love you know like i would not love lord of the rings if mm. it was literally just frodo celebrating bilbo baggins 111th birthday <laughs> and that was it like okay like that's yeah nice but yeah. 
You know, it's like, oh yeah, there's nothing easy about taking the ring to Mordor. Yeah. <laughs> but there is like a, something in that that uh, it gets us into a bigger story. Yeah. That feels like mm-hmm. we really are part of something bigger than ourselves. And so too with everything else in our lives, right? Like the fact that the path forward may be rough and steep is not a sign that God has not called you into something because God never promised that everything we do would be easy. Most of the time, in fact, if not all of the time, God is going to call us into things that are far beyond our comfort zone so that we would learn to rely not upon ourselves, but upon God. Mm. Yeah, Cause that's the other thing is like, if in your life you never feel that sense of dependence upon God, that is not good. Yeah. And again, that's not to say like all of your life has to be a constant harrowing, right. you know, but like in Deuteronomy, I so was like, I was reading Deuteronomy recently and I was reminded it's the flip side of this where he has to warn the people over and over again. I'm bringing you into a good land and you're going to have all kinds of great stuff. Like I want to bless you with things. Yeah. But if you forget me in the midst of your blessings, you know, and he it, it says, I love the way he puts this, his Jeshurun will wax fat and kick, you know, in their <laughs> blessings, like kick, kick back against me. Right. Like if you forget God, that's big trouble. Yeah. Here's just a thought that came to me very not workshopped. So who knows? <laughs> but the idea of like, we should be able to see a way in which or space in which we are like reliant upon mm-hmm. God, dependent upon God. It makes me think of, of like the difficulty that are like in, as we read in scripture, like the difficulty that a rich man is faced with in entering the kingdom of God. Yes. Like it's not, it's not impossible like, to overcome yeah. that, but obviously like, Hey, look, you're going to have some unique boundaries because of your comfort and your wealth. Right. Because like that, that picture is someone who is probably quite self-reliant or yes. relying on their own means, mm-hmm. you know, far more than you would think they are God. Yes. And I feel like that, I mean, that should be a clue. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, it should. Because, uh, you know, it's, it's just true. Like the more resources you have and all that, the more you can yeah. just take care of things. And again, that's great. You know, and I would count myself among, you look at world history, like I'm pretty, oh, yeah. I'm pretty rich. I'm in there, you know, like again, life pretty relatively free from difficulty, all yeah. things considered. Yeah. Talking about the kind of stuff we're talking about in this podcast. And it is a very harrowing and helpful reminder to me that I should really intentionally practice like, for example, gratitude mm. for the fact that, like, oh, I'm not worrying about my food today. Or, like, oh, I'm not worried that someone's going to whip me for trusting in Jesus today. Yeah. Like, thank you, Lord. Like, mm. thank you for that. And let me be in constant reliance upon you in the midst of these good things. And then when things don't go my way and they are difficult, humble me. Keep me reliant upon you in the midst of that and remind me that the world is not ending. <laughs> because, you know, it's yeah. a little hard right now. I, f- I feel like the... um and this is just, you know, I don't ask me to like historically defend this, but I feel like it's a, <laughs> I feel like it's a safe assumption to draw. You know, not every figure in scripture, let's even say in the New Testament, is like suffering the same grand difficulties. Right. You know, you have yeah. leaders of house churches that I'm sure are not going through such terrible things. Mm-hmm. Maybe even have it pretty nice yeah. as homeowners. Right. Yeah. I would still venture to say there are many places in their lives they are reliant on God. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yes. It's like, yes. I doubt they're like regarding Caesar as Lord. <laughs> so, yeah, that's right. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> a lot of reasons they probably yes. would not be comfortable. Right. Yeah. Someone comes into Lydia's house and is like, offer the pinch of incense. It's like, nope. I'm like, wow. Ah, well. Yeah. Unfortunate for you. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. Well, hopefully all of that is uh, fortifying to us today and helpful. And that's that for now. So, yeah, yeah, thank you, as always, for listening. If you have any questions on this or any other topic, as always, feel free to email us at podcast at horizonschurch.net. 
And uh, if you found this helpful, if you did find it fortifying, you know, yeah. helpful and you want to leave us an honest five-star review in that Apple podcast platform, just throw it in there. Or if we like made your lives way more miserable Man, for some reason. Like we were part of, we are part of suffering. Yeah. Like, ah, uh, well, I guess I sh- should I say sorry or should we say thank the Lord for sanctifying us? I'm not mm. sure. But at any rate, we're grateful that you are uh, listening with us today and we'll catch you next time. Mm.